All right, guys, welcome to Daddy T's Master of None. This episode, I'm doing on my own. Normally, I'll have a guest, uh, friend, family member contents about the corona stuff right now or uh, just been general chit-chat, I guess. You know, we've talked about everything from sports, uh, professional level, select baseball, softball, um, society stuff, all that good stuff, but... Uh, this podcast is going to be more about respect, about the younger generation. Probably going to piss some people off. Uh, probably going to have people agree with me. Uh, the whole side of the spectrum, and don't mean to be mean spirited. Don't want this to come off like there's a you know this. The newer generations are uh, lazy or stuff of that nature. Um. <clears throat> Just kind of been really, I'm one of those really observant person, people, um, a really observant person. I, I watch people, uh, being in business, being self-employed and all that most of my life, uh, being in the entertainment industry, uh, certain things in, in my life that it's been a plus to learn how to kind of read people, uh, to say in the entertainment world, uh, you, you try to read people so that way you keep them happy. Uh, you know, if you see the reactions to one thing or one one direction positive, but the a reaction to something else is negative. Of course, you start leaning towards the positive side. Uh, same thing with you know with selling. Uh, say if you, I've never been a car salesman, but say a car salesman is making his pitch and uh, starts losing his client. You know, he changes his approach or he figures out something positive. So kind of without all that being said, that's just kind of my life. Just something I've always fancied, so to speak, was um, just just trying to read people to a certain extent. So that way I know what direction to go, how to keep things positive, keep things lighthearted. So um, one of the things, talking to somebody recently, uh, the young, some of the younger generation – Realize that the biggest thing that I'm noticing with the generation, I, I'm in my 50s, uh, early 50s. The biggest thing that I'm realizing with that generation of the, say, 20, late 20s down crowd that, I don't know, we'd say the adult group, you know, from, say, let's let's just say from 15, 16 years old up to, in their third, you know, early thirties, late twenties, early thirties. Uh, the one thing that I keep seeing is kind of a lack of respect for the older generation. But what anybody that's in my age group or older, you know, we grew up with with um, mentors. You know, whether it was somebody that was a relative. Maybe it was a grandparent. Maybe it was a aunt, uncle. You know, we always had somebody that we kind of looked up to. We had that level of respect for them that, uh, you know, sometimes we didn't agree with what they said. Sometimes we thought, man, these people are crazy. But we would never really tell them that to their face. We, we never felt that we were, you know, on that range uh, you know, you may have a someone tell you something you don't an older person, whatever, and you don't agree with it, but you didn't really challenge them. You didn't really, you know, you just kind of yeah, yes, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Uh, then you went home 
and literally bitched about it or went home and told somebody about it, you know, or went home and, but, you know, you never disrespected that person. Uh, and the more I kind of kept thinking about it and it, it, it became a deal where for me, it wasn't necessarily that the, uh, the youth that we're dealing with or the generation I'm talking about, it, it wasn't that they necessarily were doing it on purpose. It kind of goes back to that thing for me that sometimes they don't know what they don't know. Uh, that being said, they never had a mentor or that person that was kind of there helping them direct themselves at a younger age or at a point where, you know, they're they're teaching them to kind of almost like a life coach, uh, you know, which that's, I guess, what it's called now is uh, what we grew up knowing as what I guess we thought was love from our elders or from our grandparents. Like I had my I had a grandfather that was very influential with my life, uh, taught me a lot of things, uh, learned a lot from my dad, learned a lot from some uncles. Uh, as far as being a man, so to speak, as far as, you know, in, in my life, I'm kind of a workaholic type and, uh, I kind of grew up with the concept that the minute you wake up, you hit the floor working, hit the floor running and you do that until it's time to go to bed. You, you know, my, my outlook on life is I need to be productive constantly and not necessarily always physical, not always uh, doing something, say, to create something, but at least at the very minimum learning. You know, I educate myself a lot. My downtime consists of uh, sitting in my chair and learning, reading, uh, getting on YouTube, getting on the internet and just, you know, I'll see something on TV or see, hear something on the radio and it'll intrigue me enough that I've got to go learn about it. You know, I, I want to educate myself. Uh, <clears throat> one of the biggest things that I've realized, and I, I preach this any chance I get, is you have to be coachable. You have to be teachable your entire life. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the, to me, the minute you're not coachable, the minute you shut down, the minute you think you know everything, that's as far, that that's as far as you can grow. You can't grow anymore. You become stagnant at that point. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, I'm I'm 50 years, you know, over uh, early 50s, been in the screen printing industry for over 25 years, and even today I still learn stuff. I, I've got a daughter that recently got into it. Early 20s. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Got some allergies going, but I mean, I, there's days that she's teaching me stuff, you know, and, and has two or three years in the business compared to my 25 or 25 plus years. You know, it's kind of in the music business. It, it's just kind of in general life. You constantly have to learn. You constantly have to grow to improve and you know, improve yourself. Uh, and, and there's different versions of growing. You know, it's not just strictly educational it's not strictly you know work related it's not you know anything i've always looked at thing i want to be successful at everything i do now granted we all have different levels of success you know some some people it's 
financial. Some people, they think, you know, I've got to be a millionaire to be considered successful. Or when I get to be a millionaire, then I'll relax some because that's success for me. Uh, Some people, man, it might be your level of success might be, you know, buying a new car, getting a certain job, uh, achieving a certain goal. You know, like I said, everybody, there's no right or wrong level of success in my book. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be people that disagree or think some of the stuff I'm saying maybe be contradictory, if that makes sense. But, you know, it's all about um, finding your level of success and then achieving it. Uh, You know, setting a goal and doing what it takes to achieve that goal. But being, like I say, for me, it's being the best at whatever I'm doing. Because uh, that way I'm not cheating myself at anything. You know, I've had people go, well, sometimes you overthink stuff. You know, sometimes being successful is not about overthinking. It's about this or that. And that's that's true. But why not be the best at what you're doing? Why cheat yourself or take the easy way out to accomplish something and not learn along the way. And that was something that was instilled in me years ago when I was younger through a series of what I'll call mentors that at the time did not realize that's what they were. And they didn't know what they were just watching a grand, you know, my, a, my grandfather that I was real close to, uh, watching my dad, you know, my dad was one of those that, uh, did a little bit of everything in life as far as uh, from a manual labor work guy to a management guy to owning his own company guy. You know, the one thing I always saw my dad do, I never saw him really take a break. He, you know, he was one of those that got up in the morning, worked, uh, worked, you know, till it was basically time to go to bed. He might take, a, you know, an hour or two to kind of chill out, decompress, watch TV, uh, wasn't much about educating himself on, say, like a book level or anything. He educated himself through life and experience. But I, I picked up on stuff like that. Uh, like I said, my grandfather that I was the closest to, I had, you know, of course had two grandparents or two grandfathers. The One of them I was really close to because I lived within five to ten miles, so I saw him 90% of the time. <clears throat> He was the kind of construction farmer type, so I learned a lot of skills, how to do stuff, how to uh, work on stuff, uh, how to solve problems, um, you know, stuff that to kind of be well-rounded. I had some other relatives, some other uncles that did various things in their life that I picked up on at a young age, and honestly didn't realize that I was picking up on it. I just, it just happened, you know, and... So kind of going back to the original part of the story, so I, I've dealt with a few youngsters, so to speak, some of that uh, late high school age, early to mid-college age, you know, uh, up until, like say, 30s. I, I've got a select group of people that I'm kind of around, and uh, it's funny that say even a lot of the men, the young men that I know, don't have some of the basic skills, changing a tire, uh, stuff stuff that helps them along, uh, doing little stuff around the house, uh, 
just even just their attitude towards things, towards other people, towards society. And, uh, you know, for the longest, it was kind of, for me, it was kind of a deal of, you know, where's this say disrespect come from or this not, not necessarily, I guess, a disrespect for their own lives, for their own selves. Where's that disconnect that they're not trying to get better? I'll say, let me take a little drink here, a little swallow. Ah, I got to get some of that good Dr. Pepper in my system. But, you know, it became a thing of why Why does some of the kids today, some of the, especially the, the, the men, the young men, why do people not strive to be better than what they are? Or strive to learn a little bit more than what they learn. Why? Why do some of the youth? And, and like I say I'm not knocking all the youth. I know this is a small percentage. I know this is kind of the like when we were in school that the the one person or the couple of kids did wrong, and everybody in the class had to write the sentences, whether you were part of it or not. You know, I know I know I'm kind of grouping every all the youngsters together, that younger generation together. And I know I, I do know some kids on the other side of that spectrum that are just super hard workers, uh, family first type people, uh, do what they have to do to make you know make things work. Uh, you know, almost have the the old soul in a young generation. But and you know those it, I, I'm proud of all of them, even, even the ones that I don't see eye to eye with that don't have my values. You know, I do tell myself a lot that. Uh, you know, some of the younger generation, I do have to tell myself a lot. I was raised a certain way. You know, I keep recognizing certain facts. Uh, not necessarily, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that think my way of getting up in the morning, busting rear all day until I go to bed, being productive, you know, that that's not the correct way. You know, I'm just giving my opinions, my life experiences and stuff. But, <clears throat> you know, like I say, it just kind of gets a little strange that that younger group just, uh, you know, sitting back looking at it and stuff is kind of some of that younger group just doesn't have it. Their work ethics, their ethics in society, you know, just various things. So I get to really sitting back thinking about it, going, man, what's the deal? What's the disconnect? What's the, the answer? What's the, you know, because I, I do get. Not as much now, but in, in my past, I did have uh, get asked a lot to work with with children. At one time, I actually worked with the uh, for the state working with problem kids, quote unquote, uh, which is a whole other episode uh, of, of kind of some thoughts and theories on that. But the biggest thing that I finally came to was there's no mentors anymore. There's nobody that these kids. Our, our society is so busy now. Especially, you know, mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, and all that. Everybody's having to do so much to survive. Most people that though that mentor, that teaching tool is no longer there. Which I, you know, how do we get back to that? How do we slow life down? What has to happen, you know, for that to 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 occur? I know me, like I say, me being e- even in my fifties now, I still reach out to learn stuff. I just have that desire to constantly learn. And I am one of the world's worst of overthinking stuff. I, I know that. I admit it. 
for the longest, it was, like I said, it was hard for me to understand how some people just didn't have that same mentality. You know, how come you don't want to learn? How come you don't want to better yourself? Uh, how come you want to watch TV all day long? How much? How come you want to play outside all day? You know, whatever it was. Um, but like I say, the more I keep thinking about it, the more, you know, I really study the facts. The more I, I look at the situation, the more I look at certain individuals and all that. It's just there's that there's that loss of having mentors. You know, I worked right. I started working when I was in the eighth grade, and I had a, a worked for a auto parts store in a small town. The gentleman that I worked for uh, had actually. His dad started the business year, I don't even, like 1930s, 1940s, something, I guess. Uh, might even, you know, 50, somewhere in there. But this gentleman had taken it over from his dad. And uh, the owner, anyway, was probably, I'm going to say, had to be mid-50s, 60s, somewhere in there when I went to work for him. And I worked with two other gentlemen. The other two employees there were both older gentlemen, you know, in that same age range. So I had the coolness, the uh, coolness of learning, constantly being around these guys and learning, and them teaching me stuff directly, teaching me stuff, telling me, you know, how to do this, how to do that, uh, how to learn the parts business, you know, how to, uh, you know, I, I got lucky to start learning the parts business, you know, my freshman year, so to speak, that when I finally graduated and went to a big chain store, when I kind of, you know, got in that college age. I walked into, uh, got hired on at a chain store in management as a, honestly, almost like a child compared to all the men. And I had more, as much or more experience than the management staff, mainly because I'd hired on so young at this other place. But I, I get to thinking a lot of my business sense came from not only my dad, you know, my uncle, but it also came from this boss that I had for several years that was successful, had, you know, earned a really good living in the, you know, the business world, small business world in a small town. But I, I keep sitting back going, man, there's no mentors anymore. There's nobody. These kids don't have that luxury like a lot of us did. And and hopefully this kind of gets two things happening. One, it kind of hopefully generates some memories where that older that 50 40 whatever you know an older plus crowd kind of listens to this and goes man you know I hadn't thought about that but yeah my mom taught me how to bake or you know needless to say mentors aren't strictly men it's it's everybody and it's just you know exposure to new ideas new experiences and you're being taught and not even realize you're being taught uh, you know, we were being taught at a young age, you know, especially if you grew up in the 60s and 70s and you know, somewhat the 80s. Uh, life was a lot different, needless to say, than it is now. It wasn't as uh, fast. It wasn't, you know, as fast paced. There was family events. There was, you know, life was definitely different than it is now. You know, this is definitely a fast paced world, uh, very time consuming world. Uh, not as laid back, not as uh, you, you just there's not those family elements anymore like a lot of us grew up with, you know, in the, the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, early 80s. As technology kind of, you know, becomes more our world, we become those, you know, 
tech zombies. You know, we, we're constantly looking at our phone. We're constantly doing this, constantly doing that. So there's not that member that that mentorship anymore. Uh, so, like I said, two things. I'm one. I'm kind of hoping with this that it, it opens your eyes to the the ones that did have those mentors, the ones that kind of sit back and go, "Oh yeah, I had that aunt, that uncle, that grandparent, that neighbor, that person at work, that that teacher." You know, I had that exposure, and that makes sense because that helped form me to the person that I am today. That helped me form me to you know various things I do with my life. And then the second thing of this, I'm hoping it generates you to want to be a mentor for some of our youth. You know, pass along some, you know, it, I don't know if it, you want to call it like your legacy, pass along, whatever. But, you know, it, it, it might be time for us, to, us older crowd to kind of wake up and go, hey, let's slow down our life a little bit and start teaching some of the younger. Let's, let's show them different ways. Let's show men how to be men let's show young men how to be men let's show young ladies how to be ladies let's let's show them how to be respected let's uh you know let's get back to the, that old mentality so to speak you know it's almost like infusing or blending uh, i guess another word that old school mentality in this new young youthful uh, way of living you know this faster pace and you know, and I, I know it's it's generations. You know, I, I'm sure that as we were growing up, my age group was growing up. I'm sure there were uh, elders that didn't say not I ain't gonna say didn't believe in us, but thought kind of the same thing that I'm saying right now. That you know, our age group was totally out of whack. Our, our age group was totally, you know. But the cool thing was, life was simpler. It was slower paced. And you were learning because you were around people that just you constantly were seeing, you know, seeing this movement. You were seeing this experience. You were seeing these things. So hopefully this is this will kind of be maybe a wake up call for our age group that, that's listening to this. And then hopefully it, it honestly for the younger crowd, it'll be a wake up call for them to realize what they don't know. And go go educate themselves. Go find that older person. Uh, the biggest thing I can say about jobs and, and careers and all that, if you know that pattern you want to go or you think you want to go, go find somebody that's been doing it for a while. You know, this is, I guess, for young anode. And, and talk to them. Learn from them. Because, you know, there's book smarts. Then there's experience smarts. Uh, I do some marketing stuff. Never took marketing in college. Don't have a degree in it. And a lot of my marketing stuff has been very successful. Uh, and it's all just experience. It's all just, I had to learn how to do this stuff to, you know, generate income because I, like I said, I've been self-employed most of my life. So, you know, I started my first business, a DJ business in the eighth grade and turned it into a very successful, you know, mobile DJ business. So, you know, I, I had plenty of years of experience of marketing that, I didn't even know I was doing marketing, but you know. It, so, like I say, hopefully this invokes some little fire in you to one. You know, remember the older crowd to remember the mentors we had, and then become a mentor. And then hopefully, for the young crowd that's listening to it, you know, they decide, hey, that's kind of smart. So maybe I can not only get my school education, but also need to get some experience education. You know, learn some shortcuts or. Learn how to, you know, so I don't bump my head because, 
you know, this older generation's already bumped their head. So let me learn from them. So with all that being said, man, I would love some feedback. Check me out online. Get me on Facebook. Message me. Uh, like I say, it's under uh, Facebook under Tony Rogers. Uh, we'll have a Daddy T uh, site up here pretty quick, a master site. Uh, or Master of None site. But, uh, man, I would love to get some feedback. Let me hear some of your stories. Who was your mentor? Uh, do, do you currently mentor? I know teachers do do it every day. That's a uh, a job that's thankless for all the stuff that teachers do. You know, believe me, that's uh, – y'all, y'all don't get paid enough. If you're a teacher, educator, you do not get paid enough for everything you do. Believe me in that one. So – Anyway, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think about what was said. Uh, I'm always looking for some new content. I'm always looking for people to talk to on on this podcast. So if that's something that sparks your interest, man, we can talk about whatever, sports, general life, you name it. We can do, do a comedy routine for 30 minutes if we need to. So anyway, uh, stay safe. Like they say, wash your hands. Ugh, excuse me, man. This allergies are killing me. Uh, stay safe, wash your hands, and uh, thanks for listening.